Mike, how much do you know about Yellowstone National Park? Um, that's the one where Yogi Bear is from, right? <laughs> sure. Yep. And from the photos that I've seen, it also looked really beautiful. And I believe that there's a geyser there. Geyser? 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 Ge- geyser. 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 There. Yeah. All that sounds pretty good. I give you a gold star in American Thanks. geography today. Good oh, that's job. Good. We're thinking about taking a trip out there with the family uh, maybe next year. Not me and you. No, me and my family. Yeah. I mean, do you want to come? Me, you, and Tuffy. <laughs> <laughs> the ungenious family. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's our son. <laughs> but I know, especially with Tuffy around, there is one place that we have to stay out of the way of, and that's the zone of death. I think you need to say that in a more creepy voice. <clears throat> the zone of death. <laughs> That's all you got? I was really expecting like a. But what you got? Well, it's written for you, so I'm not. I'm off the hook. No, you can say it. We're we're ad libbing now. We're off script now. <laughs> <clears throat> you got to stretch. Yeah. You don't want to hurt yourself. The zone of no, death. You faked. You used. No, see, so you, you used like. Your hands or some nonsense. I can use whatever I want. You think that was... You're making a lot of assumptions about how I did that. Yeah. The Zone of Death is the name given to a 50-square-mile area where the borders of Yellowstone National Park spill out of Wyoming, overlapping the borders of Idaho. This creates a legal black hole of sorts, where a person could theoretically get away with any crime, including murder. Or a dolphin. Tuffy is innocent! Something is my son. Uh, we we all know that it's not true. We all know. Look, as parents of Tuffy, we know what he's like. We're getting we're getting really out okay, of sorts now. Back back to the material mm-hmm. at hand. This legal loophole is actually pretty interesting. It turns out that the court district governing Wyoming, so the court that oversees what happens in Wyoming, is currently the only court district in the entire country to have jurisdiction over land in other states. Now, this is because this court has oversight of all of Yellowstone National Park, even though it spills out into Idaho and Montana. This means that any person facing criminal charges in the area the court oversees would have to be brought back to Wyoming's capital, the city of Cheyenne. All of that is to be expected. But here's the problem. The Sixth Amendment to the United States Constitution says that a trial must happen both within the district and state of where the crime was committed. USA, you That doesn't seem right here. It made me sound so smart to be like, let me throw the Constitution at you for a minute. That made me sound really clever. I like that. It felt good. Yeah. If only more people paid more attention to the Constitution. Am I right? Shh, hey. Am hey. I right? Hey, this means that crimes that take place in the Idaho or Montana sections of the park would need to be heard in a courtroom with a jury of people from those tracts of land. And here's the kicker. The Idaho portion of Yellowstone National Park is uninhabited. So in other words, there are no people there that can serve on a jury for a case to be tried. So a person charged with a crime in this area effectively can't be tried in a court because they can't go to Cheyenne even though Wyoming oversees it. And uh, they can't be tried locally because there are no other people around. Bingo. 
This loophole was first discovered by Brian Colt, a law professor at Michigan State University's College of Law, while working on an article about the Sixth Amendment. I assume he just flipped over his desk when he when he realized this, right? Like, well, I expect that he went on an immediate crime spree. <laughs> wow. That's, <laughs> that's what I come think. On. Brian's not toughy. Wait, oh, no. That's true. As you may imagine, he was very surprised at this discovery, and in a 2005 paper titled The Perfect Crime... Bravo, well Brian. Uh, he lobbied the federal government to close the loophole before any major crimes were committed in the area testing the theory. I will say, on this note, Brian, nobody knew about this until <laughs> you pointed it out. So if you're really that worried, you should have kept it to yourself, Brian, but nonetheless. Uh, it's like sec- people who find security exploits in the iPhone. You got to go public so Apple fixes it, right? Same, mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his paper did draw attention to the problem. And here we are 14 years later talking about it on a podcast. Tell me the government, in their efficiency, fixed this. Nah, they haven't done it. Oh, no. They haven't done it. That's why we're recording this episode from illegally from that area right now. <laughs> Bleeding well, with the government to fix it. Tuffy's going to rampage. So in addition to The Perfect Crime, there's also a 2007 novel called Free Fire that features the zone. Its author, C.J. Box, hoped that the novel would increase governmental awareness, and Wyoming Senator Mike Enzi did bring it up in Congress... But it didn't go anywhere. Gotta try harder, Mike. Not me, the other one. Thankfully, no felonies have been reported in the Idaho section of the park yet. Man, if something happens after the show goes up... Who would they report them to, right? Like, yeah, and also, man, what if we're the problem now? It's not... You know? I I didn't think about that before we wrote this. Yeah, well... What have we done? (laughs) What have you done? We do need to talk about the Montana portion of Yellowstone, right? So you have this Idaho section that you can commit crimes in. What about Montana? Well, the Constitution forbids authorities to take people to trial in Wyoming, as you so uh, taught us a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. But it turns out there are people in the Montana portion of Yellowstone. It's very lightly inhabited, so a jury could theoretically be pulled together. This was put to the test when a poacher illegally shot an elk in the Montana portion of Yellowstone. A judge ruled that the poacher should be tried in the nearest Montana district as the population within the park was so sparse. Assembling a jury would have been difficult and time-consuming. The poacher's lawyer cited Colt's paper, again, the perfect crime, to explain why he believed that it was illegal to have the trial moved. But it turns out none of this really matters because the defendant pleaded guilty before the issue went any further. Chicken. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we need the case law. Come on. Maybe it's up to us. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> See you there, buddy. I'd like to thank Thomas uh, for sending this in. This has been a very highly requested topic for us to mm. cover. Thomas got, got it first, so Thomas gets the gold star. If you have something you want to talk about, getting gold stars today. You're going gold star crazy. It's just, it's you know, I'm feeling generous. That's all. Tuffy's out of town, so I feel safe. If you have something you want us to cover on Genius, your favorite thing on Wikipedia, send it over to us. You can send us an email from our website, relay.fm slash ungenius slash 92. There you can also read more about the zone of death. You can also send topics in via Twitter. The show is at ungenius. You can find Mike there as IMY. K-E, and you can find me on Twitter at ISMH. Until our next constitutional crisis, Mike, say goodbye. Goodbye. Adios.